0: You know, it's interesting, um, this last week I was doing a little research on Christmas just to try to understand some Christmas traditions. And you know, in Minnesota, we have this tradition that I think most families observe where the children put out a plate of cookies and milk for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve night. Do some of you observe that in your homes? Okay. Okay. Well, you know, there's an interesting tradition in Wisconsin that's a little different, and I just learned this the other day, that in Wisconsin, the children put out a little mug of beer and a bowl of cheese curds for Santa Claus. (laughs) So. Well, this morning, the church places before us John the Baptist, and we hear the echo of those words of the prophet Isaiah, prepare the way of the Lord make straight his paths." And the Church invites us today to think about this preparation that we do to prepare the way of the Lord. I don't know about you, but for me, I get a little distracted during this season. You know, Christmas really starts in the secular world right after Halloween, it seems like, and the malls are all decorated, and the music is going, and the twinkling lights. And so it's a little difficult for me sometimes to enter into the preparation that God is calling us to do for this beautiful season of Advent. And during this season, we're really called to focus in a little different way. Out there, we are preparing the way of the world. And we all know that we need to do shopping at this time, there's cookie baking. All those things are good things. But if we do those to a great extent and and distract ourselves from the preparation that God is calling us to do, we sort of cheat ourselves during this season. And so the church, like John the Baptist, is calling us to this different kind of preparation to prepare the way of the Lord. Well, as I was preparing uh, to preach this weekend, I was trying to think about a model that I could use and share with you, a way for us to prepare the way of the Lord. And I was praying the rosary on Monday, praying the joyful mysteries of the rosary, and it came to me that Mary would be the perfect model for us to look to as a way for how to prepare the way of the Lord. We know that Mary did God's will perfectly, and so if we follow in Mary's footsteps, we certainly can't go wrong in our preparation for Advent. Well, the joyful mysteries of the rosary are the five mysteries that lead up to and include the birth of Christ and then the presentation in the temple and the finding in the temple. And so I'd like to focus this morning on those first three mysteries of the rosary, the Annunciation, the Visitation, and then the the Nativity, the birth of Christ. And I would invite you to consider opening your Bible at home to the first chapter of Luke, where you will find these beautiful stories and beautiful words that will help you to meditate upon these mysteries in preparation for the coming of of Christ at Christmas. Well, the Annunciation is this beautiful story of the angel appearing to Mary and announcing that she would be the mother of the Lord. And like you and I, I suspect that Mary already had a plan for her life. She was planning to be married to Joseph. They were probably thinking about where they would live and what they would do, maybe talking about having a family at some point. And God comes into her life in a very powerful way and offers her a different plan, that she would be the mother of the Savior. Has this ever happened to you? It's happened to me a bunch of times in my life where I thought I was going one way, and God took me in a completely different direction. And it occurred to me the other day that as I think about my life, if you had told me 36 years ago when I was standing at the altar professing uh, my vows, Anne and I, to the Lord, our marriage vows, I would not have believed that I would be standing here 36 years later, an ordained deacon preaching the gospel and preaching a homily in this place. That was God's plan, very different from the plan that I had for my life. Well, Mary gives her yes, her fiat to God, but she goes through a process that is very familiar, I think, to all of us, one of not being so sure, initially. And we read in Luke's gospel that as the angel delivers the first part of that message, Mary is deeply troubled. What sort of greeting is this? What does this mean? And then we read a little bit further on that she questions the angel. How is this going to be, since I have no relations with a man? How am I going to be the mother of the Savior? And eventually, she submits to God's will, submits to God's plan. And we know and understand by our Catholic faith that this yes, this fiat she gave, is probably the loudest and strongest yes in the history of all time. A beautiful yes that allowed her to become the vessel through which the Savior would be born. Now, Mary teaches us some things She teaches us, first of all, that it's all right to be afraid. Sometimes God will ask of us things that seem like they're very daunting, very difficult. It's all right for us to be afraid. Mary teaches us that. Mary also teaches us that it's all right to question. She questions the angel about how this is going to be. Well, as we meditate upon this first mystery and this passage... There are some questions that come to mind for me. Do I trust God with my life? You know, especially in times of trial, it can be very difficult for us just to trust in God and say, okay, God, you take care of this. I put all my faith in you. What about our fears? You and I all have fears. Have we brought those to the Lord? Have we brought those to the, to the Lord and asked him to help us to conquer those fears, to have faith? What do you and I question in our faith life? Have we asked God for those answers? In what areas of your life and in my life have we failed to surrender our will to God's perfect will for our lives? Well, again, Mary does God's will perfectly. She teaches us to trust in God's loving plan for us even when we don't fully understand it, even when we can't see where we're headed. Well, the second mystery is the visitation. You know, Mary does a beautiful thing here. She receives this message from the angel. She works through her fear and her doubt, and then she's so full of joy at what is about to happen. And she doesn't want to just save that for herself. So we read in the scripture that she goes in haste to visit Elizabeth. And that's what we call the visitation. She goes and she spends this time with Elizabeth. She's filled with joy. And what she does in this moment is she evangelizes Elizabeth, who's probably a little bit nervous and a little bit afraid herself about what's about to happen. And through this visit with Elizabeth, Mary gets an affirmation of her faith and trust in God. As Elizabeth says these beautiful words, blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord Would be fulfilled. Beautiful words for our own meditation. Well, Mary has a powerful moment of faith and doesn't just keep it to herself. She evangelizes Elizabeth and she says those beautiful words of the Magnificat that we know so well My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior how wonderful would it have been to have been there and witnessed that moment. You know, I was talking with a friend this week. I had a friend who had a very beautiful spiritual encounter with a homeless person. This was someone who met this homeless person in a public setting, and this woman was very broken and very alone and very much in need. And my friend recognized that, and she took time with this woman. She talked with her. She took her out and bought her a meal. And then she helped her to find shelter for that night because that was a very pressing concern that this person had. She gave her some money so that she would have what she needed. And she also gave her her phone number. She said, here's my phone number. If you need anything else, if anything else comes up, give me a call. Who in your life in my life, needs a visitation during this season. Whether that be a phone call or an email or a card or a letter or a real in-person, face-to-face visitation. Who is God calling you and I to share the good news with during this season? I promise you that if you make that your prayer this season, that God would put someone in your path, he will honor that. You will find that person in these next three weeks. And I think it's helpful for us to remember that you and I may be the only Christ that someone meets during this season. So it's very important for us to be awake and alert and take those moments that God places before us. Well, finally, we come to the birth of Jesus. We meet Jesus here through the heart of Mary. You know, we read that beautiful story and we know that Jesus and or Mary and Joseph, were struggling um, with some very practical things. They were a little bit afraid about where they were going to end up. They had no lodging, no place to stay. They didn't know where this child was going to be born. And after those things are taken care of, what comes is this beautiful birth in a humble stable, in a manger. And the unimaginable joy that comes over them when they see God's plan fulfilled in them. They receive the Savior into the world in the arms of Joseph and at the breast of Mary. Love is born in that stable into the world, the incarnation. God comes to this earth and becomes man. And there's a beautiful line in this scripture that I love to pray and meditate on over and over. Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. And we can just imagine Mary taking all this in and holding that beautiful child and just reflecting on all that God had done. So for you and I, have we made our heart a manger for Christ to come? Or would there be no room at the inn? What is the gift that Jesus wants to give you and I this Christmas season. Not a gift that's wrapped and under the tree, but perhaps a deeper sense of our faith, perhaps healing in our life, a stronger prayer life, spiritual gifts. Let's ask God for those things that we need and want in order to walk a more perfect walk with him. You know, Father Stephen gave a beautiful homily last week, and among the things he said One of the things was that Jesus is longing for us. He's waiting for us. And so we can prepare the way of the Lord by preparing our own hearts, as Mary did. At the Annunciation, she allowed God to work through her confusion and fear to bring about his plan for salvation of the world. What is God planning to do through you and I this season? At the visitation, Mary brought joy to Elizabeth by sharing what God had done in her life, a beautiful model of how we evangelize. We take what God has given us and we bring it to someone else. Who is God going to place in your life and my life in these next days to give us an opportunity to do that? And certainly at the manger, Mary cherished all that God had done in her heart Through her yes, she gave us the greatest gift that God could give us, the birth of a Savior. What does God want to give us this year for Christmas? By opening our hearts to God's loving plan for us through the heart of our Blessed Mother, we can truly prepare the way of the Lord. Amen.